Hi, and welcome to One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. My name is Kevin Zaid, and on today's show, you will hear Dougie and I talk about Operation Finale, the 2018 film starring Oscar Isaac and Ben Kingsley. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Every week, we talk about film, sometimes new. I was there to push people beyond what's expected of Sometimes old. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Films that inspire creativity. Give my creation! Films that inspire hope. I'm gonna see the world. Italy, Greece, the Parthenon, the Colosseum, and then I'm gonna build things. I'm gonna build airfields, I'm gonna build... Films that take you to a place you never knew existed. I'm repeating we're not in Kansas anymore. Sometimes, films that are just entertaining. We hope that when you listen to us, you walk away with a new idea, a new perspective, or at least you have a good time. Are you not entertained? All right, Dougie. So you saw Operation Finale without me. Yes, I did. Rudely. You didn't even invite me. No, because you were working. (laughs) Some of us still have to work for a living. Some of us. Me. Uh, so Operation Finale stars one of my favorite actors of all time, ah, Oscar Isaac. He's I'm, quite good. He's good. Yeah, he's uh, a great actor. In a movie we may or may not talk about later, uh, he's really good. Uh, a Most Violent Year. Ah. He's, uh, in that, it's kind of a Godfather story. I don't want right. to talk about this too much because I think we're going to talk about it later. I, I think we should. But, uh, but, uh. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that. But Operation Finale is the story of Israeli Mossad. Yep, Mossad. Is that, that's how you say it. Well, that's how they pronounce yeah. it on NCIS. Yeah, so, so perfect. <laughs> so uh, it's the story of how they find and capture Adolf Eichmann, who was the they call him the architect of the final solution. He's pretty much the top dog in the SS. Right. Um, yeah. In charge of uh, all the transportation and the and the uh, operations of exterminating or killing six million Jews, along with many others. Yeah. By the way. Heavy movie. Yes. Uh, slow movie. Yeah. It's a slow burn, but there's some great acting. There's some great characters. Uh, there's not. Uh, a movie like this can sometimes get very political, but uh, I didn't feel like this got political or preachy. I felt like it really stuck it, to the story. If it did, it missed me because yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see that either. Uh, so Ben Kingsley plays Adolf Eichmann, that guy. Yes. Uh, and he is incredible. Yes, he is. He's an amazing actor. He is. Um, I didn't think of Gandhi once. <laughs> You play Adolf Eichmann and Gandhi. Gandhi. <laughs> now that's some range. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, what did you think of the movie? What, what well, were your I, expectations going in? Is you know my I, first question. I thought that it was uh, going to be uh, more violent, and I th- I thought that uh, I I didn't I didn't know all of the story. I knew I knew that the Nazis were hunted by the Mossad and 
um, and I knew they did catch them. I knew it was based on a true story. So that always appeals to me because I like stories like that. Um, it was, as you say, a, quite a slow burn. Um, I, I would have to say, you know, I don't always enjoy a slow burn. But this this was this was quite good in my opinion. I think it hasn't done well in some uh, circles. but I haven't heard anything about it really. Yeah. Which was surprising because it's a true story, like you said. World War II movies are always well. This isn't World War II; it's post World War II. But right. stories about World Related War II to, sure are always very popular. There's always one, usually a foreign film, that's nominated for an Oscar about a concentration right. camp or a, right a soldier unit sheltering or something like a, that. A, a German soldier or something to that yeah nature. there's yeah. always something like that every yeah. year it seems yeah. like it but so I was surprised that it wasn't so popular I, yeah. I haven't heard a single thing about it actually yeah I just I just saw numerical ratings of it that didn't that, that surprised me a little bit I mean maybe in some circles it's rated higher than that I thought it was a good movie did uh, you so did you see a trailer or what like what made you pick this movie? Um I <laughs> I picked it because it was available uh on uh, a certain site that I won't mention because I'm getting <laughs> upset with them. Um so that I could go see it without paying for it cuz I'm cheap. Yes. But uh now everyone knows what site you're And on. actually I had seen previews on TV that made it look somewhat interesting and since I could go see it. I did. And I thought, you know, if I'm going to help you with the podcast, then I need to see movies that I'm not just dying to see necessarily. And, yeah. Uh, I was not disappointed. Uh, I I was amazed at the acting of uh, Ben Kingsley. And uh, I think it must be, I forgot the other guy's name. Oscar Isaac. Yeah. The interaction between those two was amazing yeah i for me that's the reason to go see the movie is the conversation between those two yeah uh the the thriller aspect of it is there but it's mostly a hint it's pretty much in the background i think it's I mean, yeah it's it's completely it's not the right background. way to say that but yeah it's 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 almost superfluous to the story. Ooh, good it's, word. It's there because it's there because there has to be an ending to the story right. and an exciting finish. Yes. But otherwise, this movie is about that relationship and getting him to uh confess and to come to terms and uh the relationship of all the people trying to get this to happen. Yeah. And the one in particular. Right. The main guy, Oscar yeah. Isaac. Yeah. yeah. Um there's a, there's a few flashbacks, but they're not really flashbacks. They're more visions right. of, uh, of what he imagines his sister's uh, death to be. Right. Uh, his sister was killed his, by the Nazis. Yeah. And uh, that's one of the reasons he joins. What's his song. movie name? What's the name in the movie? I forgot. I don't remember. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> I don't remember his name. I'll tell you what, no matter what his name was, he was amazing. <laughs> He's really good. And honestly, I could have done without the whole thriller aspect. Uh, if you know, had... normally I, I would tell you, well, that would make an unfinished movie, but 
I hate to do this, but I agree with you 100%. You could have made that movie without it. People might not have liked it, but that was amazing acting. Yeah, for me, I that that's what the whole movie was. It was a conversation. Yeah. And there's a they throw in a lot of different like, "Oh, how do we get him out of the house?" or "How do we get him into the house?" Sure. And there's that. There's and that was interesting. I'm not saying it was bad or anything. It just wasn't as important as you might guess it would be. Right. Yeah, and it's and it's not, actually not as exciting as it should be either. It was pretty the the thriller aspect is really low. Um, yeah. I almost would have preferred they started when they captured him and then watched 92% of the movie just being the two characters in the room. Well, a pretty good percentage of it, it is. It is, yeah. 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 And that was the highlight of the film for me. Right. And then, you know, right. uh, there's a certain moment that brings a, a sigh of relief, and it's not the very end. There's right. a moment in the kind of the, the last quarter, there's a moment and, that happens. And we're not worried about spoilers here, are we? No. I mean, this is... I, I wouldn't go into too many details. Okay, fair but, enough. Because uh, it is brand new, and... and Unlike you, who was familiar with the story, I was unfamiliar at all. Um, but there's a moment in the in the in the fourth quarter, essentially, right? Um, that brings about a big sigh of relief for everyone watching it, and that's to me where they could have cut it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, it was. Uh, what did you think of Nick Kroll? He um, played kind of the friend who suggested. Oscar Isaac. He's the other. Yeah, the, uh, he's a uh, he's a comedian. He's not a, a very serious actor. Now that's interesting because he his role obviously is very serious. I thought he was great. I was really surprised because I'm actually not a huge Nick Kroll fan. Uh, I don't like his brand of comedy, and uh, maybe he should stick to uh, serious pieces. Yeah, is is almost a he's almost a Jason Sudeikis for me. Hmm. Where his comedy is comedy, uh, but he's when he does a serious role, he blows it out of the water. And I I thought the same for Nick Kroll. I was really impressed with his ability to tone down that kind of comedy mm-hmm. sense. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I was a big fan of Nick Kroll. And there's a number of comedians that are like that for me when they play a more serious role. They're really good. And when they play a slappy, you know, then it's not nearly as much fun. I think Robin Williams is a great example of the... And and don't get me wrong. Robin Williams is hilarious. And he's hysterical. And he's very talented. But the roles I really appreciated from him were roles like Goodwill Hunting yep. or Father of the Year. I totally agree. Uh, What's that poetry one? The Dead Poet Society. I thought he was superbly talented in everything he did. I'm a big fan of his stand-up too. But when it came to movies, specifically movies, uh, his serious roles were always so much far and away better than his comedian roles. Right. Um, It really showed that he could act. Yeah. 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 And not just be silly all the time. Because he's really right. He's very funny. He, he is was funny. very funny. Yeah, right. Yeah, R.I.P. Um, um, but yeah, so Nick Kroll, I thought, yeah, I was surprised and pleased. Uh, right, I, yeah. I thought he was good. Yeah, it was, it was a... I, I was unfamiliar with any of the actors except for uh, um, Ben Kingsley. 
I, I knew who that was. But otherwise, you know, I don't know all the actors like you do. And I looked at those. I don't know who these people are. And, and yet they did a really nice job. Actually, I wasn't very familiar with most of the cast. That Honestly. might actually make it better sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Um, you don't go, oh, well, there's there's Tom Hanks playing a, uh, another Tom another Hanks guy. character. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, <laughs> uh, by the way, I love Tom Hanks. But, I'll watch Tom Hanks any, any But when film. you see him, it's not like you don't recognize him. Right. You know? But right. these guys, I didn't recognize him. They looked like they really could have been Mossad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were. Uh, the whole cast is really good. Yeah. Uh, the, the woman... What do you think of the woman? The, not the two Argentinian Jewish girls that they right. bring on board, but the main girl, the the one who's go- the not the, the doctor. Nurse. Oh, the nurse. Yeah, yeah, the one who's gonna. She was administer the the knockout drug. I thought she was quite good as well, uh, and also I'm trying to remember the name the the girlfriend who brought all this to light. Um, Yes, she was. You know who I mean. Lovely, yeah. and very she talented. Was very talented, very very believable. And I haven't seen her in anything either. Yeah. I, I may have seen her in something, but uh, yeah, she was very good. I think it's Haley Lou Richardson on my note here. Yes, uh, today instead of a note card, you brought three sticky notes. Sticky notes. <laughs> See, I'm expanding my repertoire. Yeah, it's a yeah. technically bigger than. <laughs> I suppose it is. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Haley Lou Richardson. Yeah, uh, she was really good, and, and, she, and it's a small part, right? Uh, but she sets the story in motion for me, and probably for you. It's those small parts that make a movie better or or make it good in the first place. It's the diff. Well, yeah, for me, that's the difference between a great film and a and a good film. Is like a a good film ha- has a lot of really good or great parts, right? And they right. might have a couple of parts that. Were right. over the top or yeah. unnecessary or something like that. Whereas, yeah. like a great film doesn't hide from these little moments; they enhance the little moments. Yeah, or the little uh, roles agreed. at least. Um, yeah, very good. Was well, it's the old cliche: no small parts, only, only small, small actors. actors. Right. Um, it was very true in this. the it, The German boy also was very good. Yeah, he's very believable, and Ben Kingsley is so convincing that you almost hate this other blonde blue-eyed german more than you hate ben kingsley no question you you begin to uh sympathize with adolf eichmann of all people and that was the remarkable part of that conversation yeah and the the lies he's telling become believable almost they do, and you know that's that's what works so well for the Nazis. Yeah, it was remarkable. I re- I sat there hoping that, not hoping that he would get away with it, but hoping that uh, he would get to see his wife again. And because I just felt like he was not a good person, but like a person just following orders, like he says over and over. I don't think that was the truth, and and at the end you see some true colors yeah, come out, and we won't tell any more about that. But yeah, 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 you do. Um, there's a which few... actually sort of makes it okay. Yes, you know, the, you right. know where he's going, and we won't give that away yeah. either. But uh, yeah, um, the for me the one thing that really kind of 
bummed me out about the movie was the romance between Oscar Isaac and this uh, nurse. Totally unnecessary. It just didn't. It didn't add anything. But it, except it maybe added twenty minutes of the film. That didn't, <laughs> that didn't need, when it just adds length to the film. It's <laughs> it's not a good thing. Yeah, they they focus on it a little too much, especially for the way everything works out. It's just like, ugh. so this isn't a spoiler. This is just you know how I am. As soon as I see something like this. I go right away and look up and see how much of it's that true. That was actually going to be... I was going to ask that question here yeah. at some point. Was So the the reason I bring that up now is that the woman was actually a guy. There, it, was a, it was a male doctor. And there, you, was, there was no... There you was could no, almost tell. Is that right? Yeah. Because that was so... Un, it, because it was so unnecessary. You yeah. wonder if she was an additional character that wasn't part of the actual story, right? Uh, to add, and and as it turns out, yeah, there there was a doctor who did uh, sedate him and take care of things like that, but it it was another male. I yeah, I can't imagine in the sixties, Mossad, especially right. Mossad, right. had a, had female agents that were right. anything it's not like- other than seductresses maybe right little red sparrow action going on there but uh, <laughs> I, I don't know anything and even about that's that. probably not true <laughs> yeah but yeah for the time period it felt false and for the movie it felt false i yeah. felt i felt like it was uh, it was the downfall f- it, as far as ratings go for the movie for me right and it wasn't a huge deal the problem with it is 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 Hollywood. Yeah. Why can't you just have a story? Why do right. you have to have a love interest? Right. Who, what, what group of people do you think is not going to see your movie because there's no love interest? Right. Yeah. It's like, it's a numbers and a money game. And it, it really did take away for, for me. Yeah. I, I don't know how much it took away from me. When I found out that that was the case, I felt sort of, I don't know, that cheated is duped. the kind of thing. I felt duped. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh really? Huh. Well, yeah, because you want to look up and see like what happened to that woman. Right. Right. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> she didn't exist, and then you feel like because part of you feels an emotion at the way that relationship winds up, whether it's happy or sad. You you do get kind of tricked into this feeling of like. Oh, I want them to be together, or oh, they probably won't be together. And and at the end, that wasn't important to the story. It just was there for numbers. In the end, did they tell what happened to the characters, or just the one? Just the the, the two. They right. did Adolf and right. our Oscar. <laughs> I can't remember his name. <laughs> one brew over the cuckoo's nests. Uh, hashtag never come prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Coming prepared is cheating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was going to ask you how much of it was true. Was it based on a book? Like what? Because I did. I had no idea how the story ended. I had no idea this was a true story. I assumed it was a true story because why would you make a fake story about this? character i assume you're offending millions of people by making a fake story right Um, right (laughs) 
Well, just a couple of things I've read since then, and I did not know the story very well. And I, um, the, what's interesting is that the that the things that uh, we bark at a little bit in in our talking about this movie with the the dramatic ending and the and the uh, uh, the woman doctor who was really a guy, you know, but the dramatic ending didn't really happen either. They were <laughs> looking for them, sure, but. There wasn't any of those things that happened at the end of the movie that we're not giving away. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, otherwise, a lot of it was pretty true. One of the things that might be good for us to put out there as, as historians and movie people. Of course. Is that the role of the blind uh, concentration camp. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. The role of the, the the blind concentration camp survisor, the the, the father of the girl who yes. goes out, that role is really diminished in the movie. Those guys were much more important to finding this guy, and then the Israelis were not as interesting interested in finding this guy as the movie sounds like, because they were putting their efforts into all sorts of things, and they wanted to be sure, and they weren't. You know, they kind of so. touch on that at the beginning of the film briefly right. with the main guy being like, I'm not sending anybody over there unless we know for certain it's him. And right. Then, yeah. Like you said, they didn't know for certain, but they sent a whole troop. And, you know, so, yeah, that seemed rushed. Yeah. And as a historical uh, historical fiction, it was actually fairly close. It was close enough. Yeah. So, uh, well, is, was there anything else that was blaring out that you wanted to discuss or address before we no, the, rate it? The uh, we can rate it in just a second. This is the the thing is it if you go to see this movie, I dare you to not have the scene in your mind where the the Adolf Eichmann is holding his mouth open like a little bird to be fed because he's blindfolded and he can't feed himself. And he's just so pathetic. It sticks in your head. You can't get it out. Yeah. That, yeah. And again, small amounts of sympathy or empathy for this guy. Yeah. Even and though just, he's a monster. Just great, <laughs> great acting. Yeah. Yeah, very good. I also, you know it's coming, but how they finally get to figure out who he really is, that's a great scene. It's a cliche a bit, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe a a trope, but it's still a great scene. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, that bird, the bird, baby bird. Getting fed via spoon. And and he's done being fed, but he still has his mouth open. It's just... Yeah. It's... Right, because he's expecting more. Right. Or hoping for more. Hoping so for just, more. It's... It's just humanity. Yeah. Yeah. It's And that was that was the real strength of the film. Those scenes are mm-hmm. the strength. Mm-hmm. They're the heart of the movie. What would you rate this, Dougie? Well, you've criticized it a little bit making me want to go down but i'm not <laughs> going to i'm going to rate this a five what 
I'm going to rate this a five because that's some of the best acting I have seen here, in a long here. time. I'm very happy to hear that. That was amazing. Good. Uh, wow, that, I was not expecting that. Um, this is your genre. I mean, historical, yeah. somewhat suspenseful. Uh, I, I thought it might be too slow for you, actually. But uh, to hear the five come out of your mouth, that's, well, that's there you go. music to uh, my Should ears. I say it again? That's a five. <laughs> uh, I, I was teetering between a three and a half and a four. But among our discussion, I am ending it at a three and a half. So, um, well, you're wrong, but um, <laughs> hey, it's okay. Everybody's not perfect. People make mistakes. I think you're rating it the way many critics are rating it, if I understand well, it right. Well, it's not a bad score. It's a solid film. Uh, for me, those the error in judgment in, in placing that female love interest was a, was a big detraction for me. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the thriller aspects should have just been left out. Like I, like you're talking about that, the big thematic ending that didn't even happen in real life. Should I go it, to four and three quarters? It wasn't necessary for me. And so the fact that they were even attempting this thriller element well, yeah. Also, because it didn't happen. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They, they, it was, it was faked. But I'm taking nothing away from the acting and the dialogue scenes between Kingsley and Isaac. Yeah, the, those, those were, those are worth a watch. Don't get me wrong. This three and a half is worth a watch. It certainly is. Um, cool. Well, that kind of brings us into a brand new segment. Ah. I'm so excited. I don't have a theme song for it yet, but maybe by the time this releases, I will. Okay. We're going to call it The One Brew Two. Make that double. There's two of them. And that's T-W. So 12. Oh, And the point of this segment is for you to recommend two movies where if the listeners uh, haven't seen Operation Finale yet, you can recommend two movies that they might like based on what you saw in Operation Finale. Or if they have seen Operation Finale and they did like it, you're going to recommend two other movies they might also like. So I will go first since it's a brand new segment and you okay. and you rated it first. So Fair enough. I'll do one and then you can do one. Then I'll do one. Then you can do one. Could you repeat that? I'll do one. <laughs> okay. I think I got it. Okay. Uh so my first recommendation is going to be Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, uh starring Gary Oldman. Colin Firth. Oh man, it's a British Cold War spy movie, and it is also a very slow burn. But what Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy gets right is the intensity of the slow burn thriller. It is super tense. 
They are British MI6 agents, and there's a mole in their group, and they're trying to find and kill the mole, <laughs> and it is uh, it's not particularly brutal or violent, although there is there is some brutal violence in it, if I remember correctly. It's been a while since I've seen it, but uh, just the pacing and the intensity of that, along with the same idea of trying to find somebody who is a mole amongst their group, it's a fantastic thriller, a very slow, uh, solid slow burn if you like Operation Finale, I think you will really love Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Although if you rated it a five, I don't know if you'll, I don't know if it can go up it from six? that. Yeah, yeah, the six pack award. That's right. Nah. Um, but yeah, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. I'll save that for the next Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> okay, mom. Um, <laughs> Got you covered. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, mine, mine is kind of a cheap one because it was it was one for a best picture i think in 2012 but uh along the same lines of a of a of a, a rescue a daring rescue as the movie argo so argo uh is a fairly famous flick i'm recommending this because if you have not seen it you really should it was uh, uh it was a very good movie um it's less of a slow burn than this one is, uh, and uh, it's the whole idea is these uh, these guys pose as movie people to go in and rescue, uh, I forget, six to eight Americans who have escaped. The Iranians had uh, captured them, a bunch of Americans, and they escaped to, the I think, the Canadian embassy. Yes. And uh, so uh, that, that's a movie well worth, worth, worth watching. Is that a Garner? The the Canadian ambassador? I think is J- James Gardner? Oh, I don't remember now. Yeah. I love I loved Argo. Yeah, it's got uh, Ben Affleck and mm-hmm. uh, John Goodman and uh, just some really solid acting in it as well. Uh, Alan Arkin, he's great in it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's uh it's got it's got a little bit of humor. It's got, you know, it's got a, a little bit of everything. It, it's it's as good a movie as we just watched. Yeah, I loved Probably Argo. better, though I don't know how it could be better than <laughs> five. So. There can be more than one well, five. Maybe four and seven eights. Come on. Come um, on. So uh, the, the thing to add there, too, is that the Canadians get ripped off a little bit because... In real life, the Canadians were much more responsible for that rescue than than it lets on in the film. But yeah, in fairness to our friends up north, the Canucks. Yep. <laughs> uh, great recommendation. I when we were doing this, I also thought of that immediately. Uh, they are similar, but yes, the Argo is much faster, much more fun is what argo is that's a really actually that's a really good way to put it it was more fun than than this one yeah i wouldn't call this one fun at all but argo was fun too argo is fun it's 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 a good movie you can see why it did so well yeah yeah for sure all right my second pick uh is not as similar as tinker taylor soldier spy in plot line but it is very similar 
with Oscar Isaac. Oscar mm-hmm. Isaac uh, marries Jessica Chastain, whose family is a essentially a mobster family. And it's set in the 70s. It came out a few years back now. And Oscar Isaac is tremendous. Uh, it was one of his first bigger roles, and they were calling him a young Al Pacino. Uh, uh, somewhat because of... It's quite a compliment. Yeah, somewhat because of... Uh, just the plot seemed very similar to The Godfather with being involved in the family and not necessarily wanting to do things the family's way, but when things are already set in motion, it's hard to go away from what's existing already. It's, right. It's hard to marry into that family and stay straight, I guess is the way it would be. Cause you're going to get, you're going to get mixed in with the crime that, and it's, uh, it's really good. I'm not doing a very good job selling it. Uh, and it's not actually very violent. There's a few scenes of violence, but it's a slower. It's also a slower burn. It's uh, Jessica Chastain and Oscar Isaac. I don't know. Maybe they should be married in real life because they play a great married couple. Yeah. Uh, the ten- Well, that's two fine actors mm-hmm. there. So yeah, uh, the tension is real. It it feels very visceral and real. Um, great movie if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Did you say the name of it? A Most Violent Year. Ah, yes. Okay. But it wasn't that violent? Mm-mm. Hmm. It's, again, it's been a while since I've seen right, it. Like, right, right. And, and uh, for our listeners out there, my son has a reputation for not remembering certain things about a movie <laughs> <laughs> and having others watch it in, in shock and horror. Yeah. It, my only sin was not knowing how bad Child Star ricky bobby or whatever that was was david spade but i don't remember his name in the movie (laughs) that that was not a hit at the house no i recommended it because i thought it was funny and and it uh, really wasn't and there was some language issues Uh, you can blame jordan's family because we watched it at her house and i was like oh my family might like it (laughs) i was wrong I was wrong, and uh, also, but like I said, my sin wasn't the vulgarity of the movie. It was the fact that I recommended a David Spade movie <laughs> as yeah, being no, good Nobody should at recommend all. <laughs> a David Spade movie for anything. Yeah, that was the error. There you go. <laughs> right, so my second movie to go along with the other one is... Uh, actually quite a slow burn and it is it is a historical fiction just like that and it's quite a slow burn but also some uh, what made me think of it was there's some phenomenal acting in it and that is lincoln with daniel day lewis in an amazing amazing performance as abraham lincoln yeah lincoln Nominated for Best Picture, yeah. lost to Argo. Right. Um, very yes, good. Also, 2012. Okay. Yeah, that's very good. It it. Uh, I think to enjoy the movie, you have to be interested in history, to some degree, and in, and in the his the history of the Civil War would be good, um, or those times anyway. 
with the with the last movie we watched, Operation Finale, you didn't really have to know. But the, it would be better in this case if you had somewhat of an idea, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, it is Spielberg, and he tells a compelling story. Yeah, he does. Uh, Lincoln, for me, was long. It's, <laughs> it's very long. Yeah. But it is still compelling. And the one thing that Lincoln does really well is it really tells the politic. It makes the politicking of trying to get a bill passed very interesting it's very little about the civil war right it's very little about slavery and it's very little about lincoln it's It's not about the politics of the time it's about them getting what the 13th amendment 13th amendment yeah and it's good they had it's dialogue yeah it's heavy dialogue which is why you you really have to enjoy historical fiction for this one but if you do it's a winner. Well worth a watch. And if you're I would go one step in the other direction also. If you just like movies that involve great performances. Like if acting is really your thing that you love to watch, uh Daniel Day Lewis is remarkable as Abraham Lincoln. And that's and that's interesting because I, I think I already said this, but let me let me just repeat it. Uh, what what reminded me of this movie when I was trying to figure out what other movie to recommend is that I was thinking about Ben Kingsley's portrayal of this monster mm-hmm. and and how utterly believable and and hum- just humanized. a picture yeah. of yeah yeah humanized and 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 Lincoln Daniel Day Lewis does the same thing with Lincoln yeah. he makes him real you think yeah. you think he's Lincoln yeah it's like it's like, oh wow, he must have had a lot of footage to go off of to create that character, even though there was right. zero. And there is image of Eichmann, and that was yes, yeah. yeah. But there's no images of no. That was Lincoln. solely created. Like yeah. that character was created. Yeah. That was probably absolutely nothing like Abraham Lincoln. Um, nobody knows really, right? Right, but you know they used his wording, his speeches, and things like that. So. I but, wouldn't say it was nothing like Lincoln, but but you're right. We the character. I would say there's the, so much written about Lincoln that we know a ton about Lincoln. That's what I mean. We know a ton about the person Lincoln, but like the character, I would say was a complete creation. Oh yeah, that's true. And I guess that's true. Yeah. It wasn't a copy. You know, like uh, who's the guy who plays Martin Luther King Jr. in Selma? Oh, I know who you mean. I don't. Uh, David Oyelowo, I think, is his name. Uh, he, Can you say that three times real fast? <laughs> no, I don't think I said it right the first time. Uh, but he does a remarkable Martin Luther King Jr., but it's not an imitation. And you can tell because they don't sound the same. Right. But there's some mannerisms he copies and stuff like that. And so, like, but so you can watch real footage of Martin Luther King and the actor and be like, these are what they did similarly. This similar, is the differences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Lincoln, you've got nothing to go on. No, that's true. And so, I don't know. I mean, we're arguing pennies here. Mm-hmm. But uh, the bottom line is he's incredible. And you that's what I think of when I think of Abraham Lincoln. Is that because Lincoln's on the penny? 
nice. Thanks. <laughs> I, good. Well done. Okay, so that was it. One brew, two. Well, there you go. If There's you, four movies for you to go watch. Yeah. Well, one more time. It was A Most Violent Year, Argo, Lincoln, and Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. And if you like any of those movies and were curious about Operation Finale, check out Operation Finale. If you liked Operation Finale and you haven't seen one of those four movies, check it out. You'll probably enjoy it. So that was kind of the goal. There you go. Nice. Uh, good episode, Dougie. You need anything else? You want to say anything else? No, I'm good. Well, I will add one more thing. If you do uh, value Dougie's opinion, he sometimes writes reviews, and they are posted on the One Brew Over website. Uh, he's got a Big Lebowski review out there right now. It's a big Big Lebowski <laughs> review. Yeah. Uh, we don't. I don't write as much as many reviews as I'd like to, but I do have that section on the website for when I do see a movie that we're not going to cover or something like that. Right. And I happen to have an extra two hours to write something because I'm slow and busy. I don't, but we do have uh, a few written reviews out there that you can take a look at. That's at onebrewover.com. And uh, Dougie's got a review there. And uh, I think you said you had a couple more coming our way. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so... (laughs) Uh, Operation Finale. Go see it. I agree. (laughs) And that was our conversation regarding Operation Finale. I hope you had as much fun listening to it as we did having it. Uh, We tried out our new segment, One Brew 2. We would love to hear your feedback. You can follow us on Instagram at One Brew over or twitter at one brew over you can always email us onebrewover at gmail.com we'd love to hear your feedback good bad or completely neutral uh until next time thanks for listening to one brew over the cuckoo's nest are you not entertained